Blog Talk Radio. Join us as we travel into the inner workings of John Cheney's mind. Beyond Midcourt is another dimension, a dimension of pressure, a dimension of coverage, a dimension of mind. You're moving into a land, two slow-footed white guys, incapable of playing man-to-man, of help-side defense and active hand. You've just crossed half-court into the matchup zone. You are now in the zone, coming to you live, 11 a.m. Special time today because we are getting uh, caught in a snowstorm and tonight would be uh, not real safe for us to do. Super Bowl. Safe for me. (laughs) Safe for Mike. (laughs) Super Bowl uh, just wrapped up. Uh, A lot of of important important people talking about the Super Bowl. I think uh, a lot of disappointment. What do you think, Mike? I'm Kevin Owens with my co-host, Mike Gould. A lot of disappointed people with the Super Bowl. Though. Yeah, I think a lot of people thought it was going to be a little bit closer, more competitive. I know a lot of people, it's funny, early on, a couple of weeks ago, I heard a lot of people kind of saying Denver was going to win. Then within the last week, I heard everybody saying Seattle. And when everyone leans one way, that kind of means uh, the other is going to happen. But not in this case. It was, it was total domination from start to finish. Um, if Seattle, if Seattle, when Seattle ran that kickoff back to start the second half, the game was yeah, over. Yeah, that was it. If you're twenty-two nothing with that offense, is not an insurmountable lead to overcome. Twenty-two nothing, you score a touchdown. Twenty-two-seven with a quarter and a half to go. Uh, it's two touchdowns, but you just kind of saw the air, you know, taken out of the sails there when uh, when the kick got run, run back there. Overall, I mean, Manning had a bad game. The def- Seattle's defense is—I didn't see a ton of Seattle this year. Obviously, yeah. being on the East Coast, you uh-huh. don't see a, a ton of their games. That defense is is pretty good. Yeah, they're they're phenomenal, and that's uh, you know a lot of people bashing Peyton. You know, he didn't have the best game, uh, but you have to give credit when credit's due. I mean, Seattle see, Seattle's defense kind of forced that issue upon him. I don't think it was like Peyton was just going. I mean. He he didn't play great. He, he missed made some a couple receivers. Throws. Yeah, but at the same time, I mean, when he did get the ball there, it's like there was nowhere to throw it, and there there was constant pressure by Seattle's defense. And you know, when you have a pocket quarterback, uh, that's going to happen because you can kind of read it. And when you have the the secondary that Seattle has, you can kind of really rush a lot and get him off guard, and still have enough confidence in your defense uh, secondary that to stop him from just lighting you up. Yeah, I, I'm kind of changing my tune a little bit on Peyton Manning. I've been a, I've been a huge Peyton. I, I don't know, and I'm not. I can admit when I make a mistake. I'm not one of these guys who. Can you? I, I'm gonna. I'm going to now. Not, there's some guys, you know, they'll know that they're, they're defeated. They know they're wrong, but they'll just keep arguing the other yeah. way just because they've said it before and they don't want to look back and, and you know kind of turn back and look like an idiot now. Uh-huh. Dude, I gotta be honest. Twelve, eleven, and twelve. Twelve playoff losses, the most of all time. Doesn't play well in these in just big even big regular season games doesn't seem to play well. I can't say he's the, I, I can't say he's the greatest quarterback of all time. I was on that on that train for a while. <laughs> you jumped you jumped ship, dude. Let me ask you a question. Well, let me ask you a question. One game you uh-huh. have to win one game. Yeah. Who do you want, Brady or Manning? Brady. Right. So I think I would too. Well, I, I like I've always liked Brady. I think he's kind of. Okay, handles the pressure well, but you know I, I'm the, I'm with you. I think Peyton although, was although although in the last last seven Super Bowls, um, in their last seven Super Bowls, Brady and and, uh, and Manning are zero and seven. Yeah, but at the same time, I mean they're they're old. 
It's not, like they're not twenty something years old anymore. I mean, you're talking about a thirty eight year old, a well, thirty. Right. What is what is Brady? Thirty thirty five. Yeah, thirty six. Whatever, whatever like that. he is. But although Kev Manning was thirty eight all this year too, when he tore it up. Yeah, that's true. Until you get to the big game. Uh huh. I, I don't know. I just I just have no confidence in him winning a big game anymore. Whether it's a regular season, like that Colts game was a huge regular season game. Yeah. He came up small, and I know football. You need the defense and all that kind of stuff, but. Throws two interceptions, misses some throws, just doesn't – he just didn't play well. Yeah. Russell Wilson played great. He did. He, I mean, he's just solid. He just he does what he needs to do. He doesn't – he's like kind of like a, a Foles-ish guy. He doesn't re- really make those mistakes. I mean, Foles makes a, little, a few mistakes, but he doesn't really make a ton of mistakes. He just kind of is – you know, throws the ball where it needs to be and lets the defense – and I think a lot of good Super Bowl teams have that kind of – I mean, look at Joe Flacco. He's yeah. won. And uh, – he kind of has the same thing. He's just at, he just throws the ball where he needs to, to needs it to be, and the defense kind of takes over the rest. So, show brought to you tonight by Foam Pack, supplier of all Graco products. Just a foam call away eight 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 four five eight two nine two eight. Integrated play and Renee Shell. If you're looking to transition from the athletic field court venue to a career two six nine seven six zero three eight five seven, call Renee. And Cross River Realty, specializing in off-campus housing at Temple University. Cross River Realty is also a full-service real estate company located in Philadelphia. Check them out at CrossRiverRealty.com, 267-460-5737. If you are listening live, and this is, this is funny because we, we threw the show. I mean, I, I, I texted, I talked to Mike like an hour ago, and I was like, dude, let's just do the show now because we we're going to do it tonight. And I was like, the snow is going to, yeah. the weather's going to get worse we're and worse. Four to eight inches. Yeah. <laughs> That's what she said. So, I got nothing. So, we got, uh, we just decided, let's just do it now. Let's do it before the heavy, really heavy stuff comes, which I think is going <laughs> to be between already. 11 and 12. <laughs> Um, so I, yeah, I, I gotta be honest. Last night, Kevin, disappointed in the commercials. My favorite commercial, though, had to be the radio. Shack. I was about to say, I the know, radio, I know yeah. what your favorite commercial. The radio is. Shack. Anytime you get the Hulkster, anytime you get the Hulkster into a commercial. Well, uh, what's his name? Sergeant Slaughter was in it too. He, I didn't say it. No, I saw, I saw a still a still photo of that of like the, them all walking through the door. It was the Hulkster, and then right behind was Sergeant really? Slaughter. I promise you, it was good though. I want to know if that oh, was Alf. They had Alf. In they there. had Alf. Yeah. California raisins. Yep. Yep. Uh, what else? They had a uh, what's a, Teen Wolf, which is fun. They did have Teen but it wasn't. It wasn't. No, Michael it was J. not Fox. Michael J. Fox. No. It didn't have that thing glisten in his eye. No, it didn't. That's a little disappointing. You know, what, and I want to. <laughs> What's wrong? Uh, sitting, on a, sitting on a feather over there. What's going on? <laughs> I uh yeah, I thought that was a, I thought that was a good commercial. Uh what did you like the Tebow commercial? Did you see I didn't Tebow? see the Tebow. See, I was pretty good, yeah. I'll tell you what, the Super Bowl is a different ball game with with a with oh, a sixteen month old. Kidding. Dude, I swear to God, Riley, now my daughter she's she's gonna be three. Uh huh. The whole day she wanted nothing to do with me. Kev, I swear to God, it's six thirty, she's on she's trying to get the remote out of my hands, she's jumping on me. I'm going, Are you kidding me? <laughs> well, it's like one of those things where and this is, I'm just going to call a foul right now because it's, it's one of those situations where uh, it's a guy day. I agree. I think it's a, it's a complete guy day, but I feel like more females are, are, are fans of the Super Bowl, but it's still a guy holiday. It's a guy. It's like, I mean, Father's Day, yeah. I, I don't even, uh, Father's Day was nothing, nothing last yeah. year. Yeah. Mother's Day is a big deal. Not to me. <laughs> Mother's Day is a big deal in this world. Father's Day is not. Yeah. So I'm, I just proposed move Father's Day to the Super Bowl because I, I, I just don't want to – like, I don't want to – it sounds mean, but I don't want to have any responsibilities yeah. on – like, I want to be able to, t- like, watch the Super Bowl, watch the pregame. Mike, I, I swear to you, I had practice uh, a little bit, you know, met with the girls yesterday, knew we were going to have snow day today. So met with the girls snow yesterday. Yeah. God. And – uh was, got that all out of the way early in the morning. Mm-hmm. Had the rest of the day and errands, and then we get to the Super Bowl. We're you know we're watching the Super Bowl, and it's like I can't even the the she's up there, she's out there eat, eating, and 
enjoying and I'm the, I'm like chasing chasing I didn't yeah. catch at all like barely any of the first half like I, you, there's TVs in the other did room see, did you catch any of the halftime show that was good I thought Bruno Mars was good um what are you going to say about the chili peppers I, I like the chili peppers I like the chili peppers although they never wear shirts do they no yeah I wouldn't well I, I mean if I looked like that yeah, when I was 50 years yeah, old yeah, I, don't, I probably wouldn't wear a shirt anywhere what now Bruno Mars is he going for the Elvis look yeah, he's got the. What's he going for? That's what he. Well, he was an Elvis impersonator. Like when was he, he really? When he was a little kid, he used to sit in. Oh really? I know. Sit in like hotels in Hawaii, and sing and do the whole Elvis thing. So that's what he's going for. He was for. pretty good. He was good. Well, I'll tell you what. It was the best Super Bowl halftime show in terms of because he was really singing. He, he was the good dance. He's a good entertainer. Yep. Like Justin Timberlake, I feel like is that same thing. But then he, there was the whole like when you start mixing like the Chili Peppers were good because they just hopped out and sang like a, a chorus of their song and then they right. got the hell out of there. Right. And you kind of left it to the guy who's supposed to be the the big yep. time entertainer. But like he he was entertaining. He was really he was good. He had a good nice voice. He sang. You could see him sweat. Like he was actually giving everything yep. he could in that. And I respect that. See, that's me though. I like. There's people in this world who don't like I was I'm humming a song the other day and it's it's a song that I'm like I had no idea who sang it. And you know me. I like Mumford and Son. I like those that that kind of Sanford and Son? <laughs> Mumford and Son like that kind of <laughs> that kind of uh that kind of music. And there was a song that came, that was on the radio and I had no idea what it, who it was. But I was just like this is a kind of a good song. And it was, I it was Bruno Mars no, oh. but it was One Direction, like the boy band, and I had no idea, and I was just like, this is odd to me that, like, this is, this is a song I'm listening to, but at the same time, I was like, you know what, I I'm fine with it, because it's, I think it's a pretty good song, and I, I'm not the kind of guy who goes, oh, it's One Direction, like, I can't. And you, and you turn them off. Yeah, like, yeah. I can't, I can't do this anymore. Like, no, I, no, I'm, I'm with you. It, it, even if I don't like who sings, like if it's a good song, but most people, if they don't like One Direction and they find out it's One Direction, they do, I hate the song, turn it off. Yeah, like that's the, like this, see, I'm like, it's like, sounds like Mumford and Son. There's like bass drum and, and lots of like kind of guitar, but it's like, it's not a bad song. So I like, right. I, went, I went away saying like, okay, this is, this is a song that I actually respect that band a little more as opposed to being like, oh, they're a boy band. They're terrible. I just, I. When music is good, it's good. Like Bruno Mars, I don't care who he is or what he does or what he stands well, 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 for. He first has, of all, well, he had first a good entertaining thing. First of all, you get all the guys tweeting because they're jealous. Oh yeah, you get you get that thing. They're, get they're that haters. Thing going. Yeah, they're haters. Um, one of my buddies put on Facebook, uh, "Who's the short-haired girl singing at the uh, at the halftime show?" So that's just and that's just jealousy. That's all it is. By, by, by the way, I went, I, I went to Wing Bowl the other day. Right? Oh, you, I didn't even talk to you. Yeah. I knew you were going. Yeah, I went and... Oh, this is One Direction? Yeah. That's a good song, this right? It is a good song. I know it's One Direction. That's what I said. I was like, I was humming it the other night and was like, oh my God, this is One Direction. But like that's, this yeah. is like open a whole thing with me saying like... I like boy bands. No, like <laughs> that on top of that. <laughs> but like NSYNC, you look at NSYNC. And people would be like, "Oh my God, you like NSYNC?" Now Justin Timberlake's like the mo the biggest singer like in the it. world. I liked NSYNC. I did too, but it's like, and this song's this song's impressive. There's another song that a teacher uh, had me listen to, and I was like, it was like very good by One Direction. It was very guitar, and then I listened to their other stuff. I'm like, okay, that's terrible. Yeah. But at the same time, okay, so not every not every album is a hit. Not every song's a hit, but that song's pretty good. All right, yeah. go ahead. Wing Bowl. Uh, uh, wing Bowl, yeah. Wing so, Bowl, so, so in Philadelphia here, we have a tradition. It's, it's, it's called Wing Bowl, and it started out, with a, started out with two contestants in a in a hotel lobby, and the giveaway was like a hibachi thing, grill that they yeah. pulled out of the closet. Well, now it, fill, now it sells out the Wells Fargo Center. 20,000 people. Uh, starts at 6 in the morning. Guys, breasts, breasts uh, aplenty. Yes. Um, so if you notice, Kev, well, our buddy Ted, from well, Tom from Palmyra, Tom his, from Palmyra. His, his girlfriend was a wingette. Yeah, they they love her. WFP loves her. So he had floor passes. So he got me he got some floor passes, and that doesn't get you backstage where we went last time. Oh yeah. But if you notice, the lanyards are aren't on our thing right now on our mic stands. They're Use. actually they're actually in my car. <laughs> I forgot to bring them in. What happened was, 
Ted showed me passes of because Ted was backstage. He showed me the entourage pass, which he had. Uh huh. And it looked exactly the same except for Kobayashi. No, well, yours didn't look the same. Okay. The one I had looked the same. It was green, and it said the only difference said Wing Bowl Twenty Two, and it had that the two chickens. And I'm like, maybe I can go into print. Pay. But then Ted showed me the back of it, and the back looked exactly the same, like the entourage written everything. So I said, my buddy, I said, my buddy, I with. I said, dude, turn it over, uh-huh. flip it to the other side, and let's just walk back like we belong. Yeah. Because I saw some other people that kind of, you know, sometimes they get kind of flipped around. So we go back, and they go, whoa, 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 where are you going? And I showed him like our pass. He's like, oh, all right, you have to go around the other way. So we got backstage with two with the with the passes from two years ago. <laughs> and believe me, Kev, I almost wish I didn't. The that and just uh, gankiness yeah. and tattoos and piercings and just disgustingness of these girls. Well, just that's the thing, and this is why. And Mike, see, Mike and I, uh, you know, it's a Philadelphia tradition. Like Mike said, it started slow. Uh, we we know some of the competitive eaters now. Uh, we're kind of in that scene, uh, but we went two years ago because a friend of mine uh, was the PR guy for Kobayashi. So we went and we were in his entourage. We walked behind Kobe. They were throwing stuff at us. But it was fun. It was like, it was kind of cool. But you really notice how, like, you, I walked out of that building that day going like, wow. Like, the, I'm, I'm sad. Well, well, some people go, well, why don't they move it to nighttime? But that's half the allure that yeah. people will get up at four in the morning. And just get hammered. And fill this place up. Yeah. And people were hammered drunk. At, I mean, like well, they, I, pull, I pulled in the parking lot at 10 after 5. The doors open at 5. The show started at 6. I pulled up at 10 after 5. There's people tailgating in the parking lot. I, I'm, I'm assuming they didn't go to bed. Well, that's what I'm saying. I mean, people probably slept in. Well, it's a different breed of people. Because I think about, like, I, I haven't seen sleeping past 8 o'clock forever. Right. So, uh, but, you know, these people, these young college guys, they probably wake up at 1 o'clock in the morning, go, right. and they're, they're it's like... For them, starting drinking at, at midnight is a normal occurrence. So when they, by the time 6 o'clock in the morning comes home, they're usually like, all right, let's wander home. But now they're like, okay, let's really step it up a notch. 363 wings. That's lady. insane. And she's That's, like tiny, too. She's 5'7", 125 pounds. Kobayashi, when we were there a couple years ago, Kobayashi yeah. set the world record. Uh-huh. 337 wings. So going into the last round, they had, it's 32 minutes. They have, they have, a, they have two 15-minute wing-offs, and then they start eliminating people. And then for like the last five people, they have a two-minute wing-off. Uh-huh. So it's going into that two-minute wing-off, she had 334 wings. Uh-huh. Kobayashi had 337. Now, if I remember, Kev, Kobayashi kind of cruised through the last two minutes because he was well ahead. Yeah. So he kind of just – well, she didn't cruise. She decided to go full throttle and bang down about 30 more wings in those two minutes. Yeah. To finish with 363. That's insane. But what was weird, like all the other contestants, you're looking up on the, the Jumbotron, they all had food coming out of their mouth. Like they all had – their cheeks were filled yeah. with chicken and coming out of the front. She never had, she never had food in her mouth. So she was just like everything, she, it was just like swallowed, swallowed, swallowed. I don't know swallowed. how she did it. And she was eating them so fast but never had food in her mouth. That must – I mean – Her I'm, husband must be proud. <laughs> well, I'm just thinking like of the whole chickens that are probably – like if she threw up, it's like she could choke because there's like enormous piece of chicken – like in her stomach. Uh, dude, I don't know. I, I don't know how they do well, it. They, well, I talked to, uh, I'm in the fantasy football, football league with U.S. Mail. Right. And uh, he ta- he tells us like. He, during got, the, he got beat up. Yeah, he did. But he tells us during the draft and stuff, you know, because it's, you know, yeah. it's like my friend, uh, my group of friends and my friend's brother's group of friends. We all like kind of joined to for, form this league and he's kind of one of my friend's brother's friends. So, uh, he would tell us during the draft and just be like, oh, you know, what, what you do is you, you have to do this, all this stuff to stretch out your stomach. I drink like a gallon, gallon of water, yeah, a gallon of water and, and like stretch out my stomach, then throw it up yep. and do it again. So my stomach's like stretched. And then as soon as I get done eating, I, you know, I go into the bathroom and throw it up and stuff. So it's not my stomach. But I'm just thinking like that sounds. Dude, but your body, like even the lady, Miley, Molly Schuyler, who won, she was getting interviewed after and she said, the taste, she's like, it's not eating that. She's like, I don't feel full. It's not like the eating that much. Uh-huh. She said, it's just your body, like the same taste, like your body tells you, like, stop eating it. Yeah. Like, you're just eating the same, the same taste. And, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. She ate a 72-ounce steak in two minutes and 45 seconds. That's insane. 
That's the, well. That, that's what they said. She was she was kind of the the favorite because of that. That was the most impressive out of all the eaters. Well, there was a guy from Chicago, um, Berno, Berno, Bert, Bertinelli or Joey Chestnut. No, no, Joey Chestnut wasn't a, a guy from Chicago who was supposed to be the favorite. Now the thing is, now Kev, you get all these competitive eaters. She's not a competitive eater. She this was her first contest she entered. That's crazy. She. How do you learn to do that? I don't know. That that's a good question, but they give away like twenty twenty five thousand dollars. They're giving away cars, motorcycles. They had a college division this year. They had um one one kid from all the big five the big five schools uh-huh. who entered, and they would eat against each other. You know, they only did one round of fifteen minutes. Yeah, and, and Jason winning, Kelsey was in it. Jason Kelsey was in it. Jason Kelsey banged down sixty five wings in fifteen minutes. He's a cool dude. Uh, he just seems show. like he seems like just a a, yeah. a fun. Have him on the show. Yeah. Send him a send him a tweet. I got I got that covered. See if he'll respond back. He just, he just unfollowed me. Um, <laughs> Ready? Yeah, I mean, well, getting back to the Super Bowl for a second, Kev. Watching this, watching that game last night, one thing became very apparent to me. What's that? One thing became very apparent. Apparent me. The Eagles are pretty far away from winning the Super Bowl. Well, here's what I here here's why. Okay, go ahead. Now, the Eagles have a prolific offense, some would say. Uh-huh. Okay. Their defense is the Bronco, far away. The Broncos had the most prolific offense in the history of football. Scored yeah. 76 touchdowns, 606, uh, 606, um, uh, yeah. what do you know, what, yeah. what, 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 606, what the hell? They had 600, points. 606 points, 76 touchdowns. They couldn't score no, they against can't. the Seahawks. And they, so, and you know what they had them. They had a good game plan. The Seahawks did everything that they need, needed to do. It was, it was pretty interesting. So, uh, we got to call in, call her on the line. We'll put them through. Here we go. Patch them through. Hey, you're in the matchup zone, gentlemen. What's going on? Well, good morning. The day after the embarrassment of the Denver Dickheads, huh? I mean, how? I mean, I don't know. It's that was major league. I mean, I'm a Dallas Cowboy fan, but I follow all the all the football teams and. I tell you what, if Jerry Jones is watching, watching what the personal ass look or how he's putting together the Peter the Cheater out there, I tell you what, your Eagles have a better chance than my Cowboys do because guess what? They went out and they got a young, exciting coach in, in the city of Broadway Shove. If, if owners would look back how Paul Allen just sits back, well, no, see how Paul Allen just sits back and, and, and letting um, Peter the Cheater and a young general manager – and I think Fox had all coached, you guys. He got totally outcoached. Yeah. I mean, the cripple can't throw the ball downfield like he used to. And they took away that, that little soft crap across the middle. You know, yeah, I, I, I watched downstairs in my man cave. They did they press coverage, and number 25, the Christmas tree, had nothing to do with it, went off the bad ankle. Like I said in my podcast, I said many a times, I said, one play, look at Revis Island. He's gone. The convicted yeah. felon was this great quarterback. And the Philadelphia Pickers came to Eagles and destroyed your team. Now look at you guys. You got you got you got a good quarterback, a good base out there, and you got a young, exciting quarterback. You guys, you could be the dark horse next year. I think next year it's going to be the Kansas City Chicklets and the Peter the Cheater next year in the tussle in the desert. <laughs> I think. What you know? What I'm it's saying. Be, yeah, I think I it is. What, I think it is. I mean, I, and I mean, go ahead. Oh yeah, I mean, I think I think the Eagles. They're close, but you know the defense is the defense is far away. I mean, our our secondary is just brutal right, right now, and I think you really need right. to step up in the draft or free agency. There's some right. some some talent right. out there this year that you can really snag, and right. and hopefully that will make a difference. Right. But I think the offense is 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 rolling. But I, I'm I'm worried in order right. to kind of amp up the defense a little bit, you're going to have to kind of make mm-hmm. some decisions on the offensive end in terms of you know getting Absolutely. rid of some of these contracts and stuff like that, which is a little frightening. Yep. Well, every, everyone is overrated in the draft until they do something for me. I, I firmly believe my Dallas Cowboys or any team, any of the thirty-two teams, you build through, you build through free agency practice. You, you go, you go prostitute somebody's um, practice squads. You look at the the, the candy ass New York Jets, Tampa, all the bad Tampa, Tampa, the top ten people of the teams were, were, were are there. Go see who wanted to play football. See guys that want to work. The guys that have done something for the last five years. Not these idiots coming to college. The playboy, whatever you know. Um, um, uh, this from Johnny Manziel, but I think the Eagles just it starts up front. I said my podcast this this game yesterday was going to come to the offensive line. They got to the cripple, and that's why he couldn't throw the ball when they played the New and Tea Party. They didn't get at him, 
and I, it, 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 I, I said on my podcast this morning on my, I, my speaker wanted to have our show there. John Elway's job is now tick, 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 because guess what? <laughs> he built that team in an in, in image. They're, look at the general manager out there in Seattle. He built mm-hmm. his image. Guess what? They're on top of the hill. The horse face, he better start thinking because when the cripple <laughs> leaves next year, what's going to happen? When Bullwinkle walks out the door, that place is going to be like a span count for Because look at the chicklets in the East West. The cockroaches are playing well. And what happened with the radicals? You never know black magic. So he, Elway's horse face better, better be looking at some car dealers because I tell you what, they brought Elway, they brought the cripple in to do what? Win a win Super Bowl, not to sell Buicks and pizzas. Your thoughts? <laughs> well, right? what, what, yes uh, or no? What, yeah, no, I I agree. I mean, yeah, I mean, Elway. I think Elway put all his eggs in the Manning basket, and now look what exactly. happens. So now, so now, so now what? Exactly. Now you have to kind of round it. Yeah, he is kind of screwed. But yeah. you know, I but I guess I, I like, guess if I, like, I like that. Wait, I'm sorry. Yeah, I, I guess fault. if you're that's okay. That's okay. I guess if you're Manning, though. I mean, I guess if you're Elway. Manning's available. You, yep. you think you're kind of close. I mean, you, ha- yeah. you have to go out and get him. But now all of a sudden, you know, let's say Manning decides to re- retire. Now what? You know, now if you're. You now, now, yeah, I agree. Now, exactly. Now, now you're now you're 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 like penis fat, moldy and salty, and, and it's all over, <laughs> and you're screwed. You know, it's it's spe- you know you you're in some whorehouse. You have you, everyone, everyone's got to, you know the, the the herpes of podcasting, and you don't want you don't want that positive prize. I get it. But he didn't get it done yet last year, this year, and they got rid of the Mile High Messiah. And I'm not saying I like, I love Tebow, but and the day, ladies and gentlemen, this, this, this is, it is what it is. I, I just, I just, I like, I'm not, I don't, I'm not a hater. I don't use the word of my podcast. I follow the Cowboys, but I understand this third on the team is the National Football League, and I'm not hating on Elway. He put all, the, like you said, the young man, he's six foot eight. That that quarterback is a huge gentleman. He bet. I liked how um, Peter the Cheater. Brought in, brought in the backup quarterback. The last they should have sat. LOL. I would have loved to seen Fox, who got out coached and looked like a deer in a headlight. And I want to game check him for challenging the forward pass. Oh my god, that was call. bad. And it was uh. it was over when the safety happened. When the safety happened, looked at my my uncle Rugburn, who's my producer, and I said, "It's <laughs> over." It's over because then they they they're lucky to get in the fifties. I was I would love to see him be fifty five to ten and just play college act, pretend he's a USC and say, "Listen, cripple, remember when you were out in Tennessee Volunteers? I'm USC. I'm kicking your hindquarters and taking on Grand Station. But it is the National Football League, um, you know. But I I I, I thought it was, I had Denver obviously, but then the day I was not surprised that the the that Peter the Cheater got it done. Uh, to me. Fox got out, coach out, scheme. Yeah, they came to they came to win. The Peter the Cheater did. Denver came to hope to win. Your thoughts? Yeah, I, I definitely agree. I think, uh, and and Mike was saying earlier, you know, you saw the tide start to change towards a lot of people picking Denver, and then as the week went on, you kind of saw Seattle, and it was I think that mindset kind of came in as in, you know. Denver kind of playing, playing not to lose. Peyton playing not to lose his legacy. Yep. See, and, I, see, I, I and think Seattle just yeah, yeah. But I, I agree, Kev. But what I think also started to happen too is people didn't believe in Russell Wilson either. I don't, I don't think fully. I, I yeah, think people right. say, you know, this defense is very good, but you know they're going to have to make some plays in the passing game. And I don't know if people thought Russell Wilson could do that. And Russell Wilson proved last night that he could make some tough throws on the run. I yeah, mean, he roll, did. Scram, scramble, rolling to his left, he made some tough, Why not me? tough throws. Why not yeah, me? I mean, like he, you said. Why not yeah, me? Uh huh. He's a, he's a good he's a good player. I, I have news for you. I mean, he's a good good player. I, I love the guy. I love how he rolls out. I love yep. how they roll out because the cripple, the cripple is the kind of guy you got to keep your food in the pan. You got you want to get the cripple out of the box, and you want to keep Russell in the food in the grill. He got out of the grill. He takes deep. He has a he made some money money throws. He yep. just showed uh, Richard. Richard Sherman how to articulate a national TV after winning the biggest game of his life with a trophy <laughs> in his hand and said, and seriously, I mean, I don't, I don't hate Richard Sherman. I just shows yeah. how a man can make Pat Oliver. What's what? Pat Oliver look like? She had a mop on her head again. You're a beautiful black <laughs> woman. Put your what? What's what's what? The, you look like Shabak before the other game. So I don't know, but I don't understand that. But he showed Richard Sherman. Look at Sherman. Look at one game. You have a bad ankle, and now you're done for the for the rest of the game. You're irrelevant as a spent condom. Uh, you had three tackles, <laughs> knocked down, and you didn't get the MVP. Some other guy did, Malcolm Smith. And guess what? It, I, I get your rant, but all you, you just like Revis Island. He went to Tampa Tampons from the yeah. candy ass New York Jets. And what's he doing now? Nothing, right? Yeah, I mean, you're right. Fle- fame is fleeting. 
fame is fleeting. I mean, Especially not only in one minute you just catch me out, next minute you're you're bagging groceries or putting food in bags saying thanks for coming. Who was the guy with my Dallas Cowboys? Larry Brown, remember him? Yeah. He, uh, he got two touchdowns given to he him. Was the by the Pittsburgh he was the Pansies. Favorite, yep, he was the old Donald's favorite target. Exactly. Yep. MVP, he went for Vikings here in town in Minnesota, and then he ended up getting caught writing bad checks in Vegas uh, 10 years ago. Who is he now? He's nobody. I could hire him at McDonald's tomorrow and say, hey, put, this ba- put the food in the bag and say thank you. I, I, I mean, I think Sherman – did, did a lot of disservice to himself in the National Football League. It's a privilege to play, not a right to play in the National Football League. So I just think yeah. it's too bad. I think Sherman's a hell of a good uh, quarterback, but it just shows how Russell Wilson, why not me, knows how to articulate on national TV with the biggest trophy of his life and can look in the camera without screaming and say, listen, why not us? Why not me? And plus, Father, she shows that Stanford should be very proud how they educate their, 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 their uh, alleged <laughs> students as they come out of that great, fine university, right? Right? Yeah. Stanford I mean, should be very proud. Very proud about the guy. I get it. I mean, he's allegedly a high school. I know where he came from. I mean, my wife grew up in a small town of 300 people. She's not a very successful lawyer. She doesn't live small. She lives big. I mean, mm-hmm. my dad told me, you want loyalty, marry a dog. You want to go far, marry a smart woman. I, I made the good choice. I married a smart woman. <laughs> I mean, you know what I'm saying, right? I, I hear you. I hear you. You know, I'm talking about it's – just, it's, just, it's just like this, you guys. It's just like this. Like Bill Clinton always says, man. I want to be seamless as semen on that blue dress. I did not have sexual relations with that woman, Mr. Winsky. We all know that's a lie. It's, it's not a lie as long as you believe the truth. But people were, were – I guarantee it, Vegas made a lot of money because all the Compton guys came up to bet against Seattle because they were pissed off the way they got embarrassed. The fortune cookies got beat. The radicals. No one likes Seattle. Peter the cheater. And I guarantee you, Vegas is still counting that money from all the, 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 the gangsters coming up from uh, Compton to bet against. You know what I'm saying? They don't like Seattle. You know what I'm trying to say. You know how it is. They bet with their, they bet with their heart instead of their head. Exactly. You know, legs too. You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> you're not kidding. You're but, not kidding. Well, listen, I, we got, I, I, we, yep. Okay, old gentlemen, real quick, you're live on my podcast, Speculation Sports. I'm live Wait, on Talk Show. You're live what on my it? podcast. What's your podcast called? I'm on Speculation Sports. I'm live on Blog Talk Radio Network. I'm also on Spreaker, nice. Spracker, Sprocker, and Wait, I'm also can, on can live you, on Ultimate. Well, Ultimate. Can you spell the podcast? Speculation Sports. We speculate. Oh, specul- speculation. Gotcha. I'm live on Blog Talk Radio. That's awesome. I'm also live on Talk Show. And I'm also, I also, hang on, I also do a show on Spreaker.com, and Spreaker puts your show right up on YouTube, Couple Radio. But I'm also, they replay my show over on UltimateSportsTalkRadio.com. They replay all my shows. So go ahead and tell people on UltimateSportsRadio.com who you guys are, where they can find you. So go ahead, go time, it's showtime, boom, go. You're the man. All hey, right, man. Thank thanks you. for calling in. Good thanks points. For, yeah, well, good points. Uh, we really enjoy that. We'll be. We'll, we'll check out your show. Yeah, we'll definitely be checking Keep out your show, calling in during radio. the uh, Goodbye. Dallas. During the Dallas game. Uh-oh. Uh-huh. Are we still there? Yeah, we're still, we're still on. Oh, okay. I thought, uh, yeah, I heard something. All right, we got another caller on the line. Hello? You're on the air. Hey, hey gentlemen. Uh, I want to make the case that Anybody now that says Peyton Manning is an all-time great quarterback is delusional. <laughs> um, and I want to start back in college, guys. I want to start from the very beginning with his four losses against Florida. Um, back in the in the late '90s, when uh, Tennessee was playing Florida, you know those were two of the top teams in the nation. And a lot mm-hmm. of times, the winner would go on to play for the national championship. And yeah. um, Peyton Manning was 0-4. Florida in those huge games. I, I know it was a while back for everyone to remember. I want to start there and go to all-time playoffs. He's 11 and 12. Um, this year he beat a bad San Diego team that limped into the playoffs and mm-hmm. a Patriot team that was a shell of itself decimated yeah, right. by injuries. Um, many years he went into the playoffs as a number one seed, not Lake Marino, you know, who, who had to battle through some really good teams. And I just think yesterday, you know, proved it. How can you put the, this guy in the same class with Joe Montana, Tom Brady, John Elway? Just and time you know, and time. Go ahead. You, you had, I mean, I, the, the, whole, the whole point about Tennessee, I know that was uh, a major factor in uh, why the Colts originally wanted Ryan Leaf. And, you know, they talked about Ryan Leaf blowing off the interview. 
and that kind of pissed him off to the point where he took Peyton. But that was that was something a big question that a lot of people had when he came out of Tennessee. Was he the guy who's going to win the big game as opposed to just kind of putting up stats? And you kind of see it in the pros that, I mean, unless he has a, a solid, solid foundation like he did with a good defense with the Colts and, you know, good receivers, Harrison and Wayne, uh, it's going to be tough for him to win just, you know, taking a team, well, like kind of like Brady does, taking a team all the way. Well, let, let me ask you this. Can you win two – can you lose two Super Bowls and be considered the greatest of all time? I don't know. Well, you know what's funny? Joe Montana uh, was on Mike and Mike the other day, and he, they asked him, they're like, you know, three-time Super Bowl champion, would you have given up – Well, Montana was four-time. Or, sorry, four-time four uh, champion. If you got to that fifth one and you lost, would you rather would you rather have gotten to that fifth one and lost or not gotten, not there. gotten there at all? And he said, "I'd rather have gotten not gotten there at all," which is you know a, a valid thing because it's you know it goes and it's because so many people value your legacy as you know not choking in the big game. So it, for this year, if, if Peyton didn't go at all, I think his legacy would have been better than it is now with him putting up that performance yesterday. Well, let me ask the caller this: who, who, Where do you rank Peyton? In, you know, in the, in the all-time uh, greats. He is whatever that first tier is that you want to make it. Uh, Brady, yep. um, Elway, Montana. Montana. Yep. Um, I put him almost on the third tier. I mean, you guys got you got guys like Aikman that were three for three. Yeah, Aikman's he very underrated. Yep. Yeah, but you know, even his brother now has more Super Bowls. His brother's two and zero, and everyone's <laughs> going to always go back to the regular season. And I will concede that. He is the best regular season quarterback of all time. But, guys, in in the NFL, it's all about winning championships. Um, And basically, if you look at Peyton Manning, what has he done? He beat Rex Grossman in the Super Bowl. Mm -hmm. That is his one one standing achievement. And, uh, you you know, it's just – it's not cutting it. And it's just – it's crazy how these uh, Peyton Manning apologists just keep on driving the force, driving it to you that this game didn't matter. He's still one of the all-time greats. No matter what happens from here on there, Peyton Manning is going to be the in the top, you know, the best look uh, of all time. And I just can't understand it. I mean, he's a great guy, yes. Yep, yep. You know, but, but you just cannot lose these games, you know, from college till now and, and be considered up there. I, I, I have to agree with you 100%. And not only did with Eli Manning, he beat Tom Brady in two Super Bowls, which is pretty impressive. You know, he didn't win and beat Rex Grossman. He beat Tom Brady, who a lot of people say is the greatest quarterback of all time. Mm-hmm. So that that's pretty impressive. But I have to agree with you. I I, I can't put him. I mean, I have to. I I can't put him any higher than five. I don't think. I mean, if 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 you count, if you, you know, if you have Elway, Elway, Montana, Brady, um, you know, Marino was a great quarterback. He never won. Yeah, but he was a great, great quarterback. But then you have guys like you said, Aikman. Troy Aikman's underrated. Guy Troy Aikman three Super Bowls. And everybody will say, well, he had a great offensive line, a great running back. Well, you can't hold that against him. The guy still won. Yeah, and you know, you look at the Seattle team and how young they are, and they have a lot of guys still locked up for a long time. I mean, this is a team that's going to be consistently uh, there every single yeah, year. They're one, of the, they're one of the youngest teams ever won the Super Bowl, so they're going to be right. Insane. They're going to be right back in. And you, you look at. <laughs> What's Russell Wilson's legacy going to be at the end of this? I mean, if he if he's on this team and kind of driving, he could win a couple. Yeah, he could win a couple. And it's is he the Troy Aikman in terms of you know not the most talented passer, but just solid, got the job done, was playing on a great team. Uh, I mean, he could go down as one as a top ten quarterback of all time, just being in that good situation. Now, who's your here's who's the your, thing? Yep. Here's the thing, guys. Though. If you remember back with Troy Aikman um, and, and, the, and those Cowboys teams, what's the one thing that destroyed them? It was the salary cap. They, 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 they couldn't yeah, yeah. keep all these guys together. Now let's yeah. look at Seattle. Russell Wilson, he's going to demand $100 million just like Jay Cutler. And, and you know, if you and consider Flacco, him better than yeah. – Then you got, you know, Lynch. You, you got all those guys on defense, Sherman. You know, the safeties, Earl Thomas. Yeah. I don't think they're going to be able to keep this, this team together um, to be a dynasty. Well, you bring, up a good, you bring up a good point because what happens too is now guys have their Super Bowl. Now they want to cash in. Now a lot of times guys want to just go cash in for the money. Um, so you know when it comes down to it, guys, yeah, that, that's a good point. Are you going to be able to keep all these guys? That, def- that defense is going to be hard to keep intact when you know you have all these guys playing at a high level. They're going to demand a lot of money. Russell Wilson, like you said, what did Flacco? Flacco got that enormous contract. I mean, Russell Wilson's going to get one. 
Um, yeah, I mean, I mean, I mean, Marshawn Lynch. They're uh, that's yeah. gonna be that's gonna be tough to keep intact. But you know, if you can if you can keep some of the pieces on defense, if you can keep that core together, I mean, the 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 core group, and you never, I mean, look at the Patriots. They kind of kept that core together for for year after year. And but, but what the Patriots did so well is they could bring a guy in and, and just, just make mold him, him into that system. Exactly. And that's the and I mean look at the look at these guys that they we talked about this last week Welker or uh, Welker you know he's a very solid receiver but I'm is over, he the, I'm over is, he the, is, is, is he as good if he's playing in another system his whole life I mean uh, Danny Danny Monte or Danny Amendola Amendola Amante who's Danny Amante Danny Amante he's the dude yeah, from the so he's, he's the dude he's, from he's uh, the fourteen year old yeah, guy who was like sixteen right. years old in the, in the little league yeah. cheating cheating bastards by the way we still have that bet with Chinese Taipei versus Tiger right Yes we do. So you think Chinese Taipei and uh, whatever. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much for your call. We really enjoyed Thanks for uh, tuning in today and listening to us. Uh, keep listening. We uh, great points and uh, appreciate it. And just, just a final quick thought, guys. Absolutely. Here. Um, I'm not convinced totally that San Francisco is not the best team this year. Um, yeah. I, think, I think if San Francisco plays Denver yesterday, San Francisco oh, beats San- them down just, just like Seattle I agree, does. I agree. Yeah. Um, it's going to be interesting next year because, you know, uh, San Francisco had Seattle on the ropes there in Seattle there in the NFC Championship game. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, I, I want to congratulate Seattle, but, uh, um, you know, just, you know, uh, San Francisco, you know, this is three years now where you can argue they were the best team in the NFL and they don't have a Super Bowl. So, you, you know, uh, Harbaugh and them guys have to be uh, – Really ticked off now, knowing uh, you know they haven't had a Super Bowl. And watching yesterday's game, knowing they would have probably done the same thing. But uh, yeah. thanks now, for the now, time, guys. Yeah, now, call, well, real quick, call me an idiot, but I, I'm not. Wouldn't be the first. Time. I'm not that sold on on Colin Kaepernick. I know the guy's been to a couple Super Bowl. You know, he, he's been to a Super Bowl, this and that. But I'm not sold on Colin Kaepernick yet. I don't. I don't know why. There's just something there that I'm not sold on him. Kev, I'm talking to you because the caller dropped off. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> I, yeah, I, I mean, I mean, great call. I was, oh, oh, great, I was, great call, great points. Uh, I, I, I'm just not sold on Colin Kaepernick. Yeah, I'm, I'm not really. I don't know why. Because you know what it is? Russell Wilson is throw first. Yeah. Like, Kaepernick Steve, like Steve Young was run first. Yeah, yeah, like Steve Young was throw first. He could, he could run. Uh-huh. He could scramble. He's mobile. Russell Wilson throw first, but he can get out of the pocket. He can make stuff and happen, stuff happen on the run. Where I feel like Kaepernick is almost like Vic. All right, I'm gonna look real quick. And then first now I'm going. Yeah, you know, I'm not, no checkdowns, anything like that. I'm, I'm taking off. And yeah, that doesn't win. win. Guys who can in the NFL, guys who can run, only win if they if they th- if they throw first. Yeah. If you're run first, forget Michael Vick is run first. Forget Absolutely. Who, who, who's the who's the who, who's the Ham and Egger in uh, in Oakland? Oh, uh, uh, I, I can't think of his name right now. Terrell Pryor. Terrell Pryor. I mean, he he's run first, second, yeah. and third. Yeah. You know, they'll never win. You'll never win. It's it's like you're running an option gimmick, and people are going to catch on to that. If you don't well, have Wildcat was big a couple years ago. All that stuff it and just you, doesn't work. In the what NFL. what you have is you have Frank Gore who who can really still yep. he, he's, he's that he's still, elite yeah. running back where. You can't, you can't just back off, back off because he'll just slip right through. What is that? I know what that is. Uh, uh, so yeah, well, <laughs> yeah. Frank Frank Gore is Frank Gore is one of the most under. Excuse me. By the way, did you see the puppy bowl? Puppy bowl. I. I uh, <laughs> the puppy bowl. Puppy bowl. I honestly, I looked. I looked on Animal Planet. And it was like, there was something, it was like, the puppy bowl was like, it was like two hours long. It was like as long as the regular Super Bowl. They have the puppy bowl. I was like, all right, at what point is this going to get old? Dude, I'll tell you what, this never gets old. <laughs> I'll tell you what. Dude, we would get more listeners if we just played this if for we two just hours. Played this, well, do, we, should do, we should do a study. It's just an entire two-hour show dedicated to this, do, this, this oh. in the back. Well, it's 12 hours long, so. Oh, all right, we do six weeks. <laughs> Find it on YouTube. Uh, uh, so, yeah, that's well, – I, I, I'm over the puppy bowl. I, I watched it before, and I was like, this is a, such a great novelty. And now it's like – now they have, like, celebrities on it, and it's just weird. 
And they have like 16 games. It's like a, yeah. trying to f- find like a 16, I, a 16 I, season. I, I'm over Wes Welker. Yeah. I, I don't like, I'm just kind of like, I, I feel like Wes Welker, Wes Welker will great numbers against a bad team. But then when you play someone, you know, top-notch defense, he kind of gets lost in the shuffle a little bit. Yeah. I I I agree in the sense uh I I think he's he's definitely he's definitely turned himself into a lead and he, you know here's my thing. He got confidence. When you play with confidence, you're going to do a lot. Uh he got confidence playing with Brady all those years. He learned how to play the game very well. He learned how to get himself open just like any good receiver, but you, you put him on a different team. You put him on a, say, a Seattle during the, the years when they were kind of struggling. He's not the same player because he's yeah. not learning what he learned from right. an elite quarterback. And it's, uh, he's just not the same player. And now, you know, he has the, he has the blessing of playing under, you know, to, if, whatever Peyton Manning is, uh, he's definitely a top 10 quarterback in history. So oh, yeah, you, it's, it's two of the probably top five, two of the top five quarterbacks in the history of the league he's played for uh, and caught passes from. So I, it's, it's one of those things where he's kind of gotten lucky in that regard. I think he's definitely talented. Uh, put him on a different team. His career is a whole lot different. I think you can say that about a lot of people. Yeah. I mean, you, you think about put Brady on a different team uh, with a now, system that's, that's you, not built around him. Who do you think was more instrumental in all those years? Uh, did Brady make Belichick or did Belichick make Brady? I'm going to say Belichick made Brady. See, I go the other way. Really? Yeah. See, I think Belichick was the whole scheme that it had. It's like, yeah, but here's my thing. Here's my thing. Belichick never threw one pass. Belichick never squeezed the ball into a tight window on a seam route. Yeah. I mean, Brady's accuracy and his decision-making and, pro- and pro- ability to process information – it's great. I mean, you can have the greatest scheme in the world. If you don't have a quarterback who can apply it, you're screwed. But n- now this goes back to, you know, the, the question people are asking in Philadelphia. If, if Foles goes down and, and has an unbelievable year, they build around it, and he's just that kind of quarterback, that solid quarterback who goes down as one of the best. I mean, it's going to, you know, one of the best in Eagles history. You know, you have McNabb. But if, he, if he's there for a long time and he has staying power and Chip Kelly's there and they put this whole thing together, who do you, who do you favor – I mean, is it Chip Kelly made Nick Foles or Nick Foles made Chip Kelly? I think Foles. Because cause, cause when you look at Chip Kelly, what does Chip Kelly want to do? He wants to run the ball. Yeah. Like the big misconception is they, they score all these points at Oregon, they're throwing the ball up and down 100 times. He was always run first. Yeah. I, I think well, he's it, got a guy with an arm who's who's accurate and and can throw. So I mean, and and, and in the NFL, you can't be just a. I mean, no, but, the, the bang him out running team is kind of dead. Okay. Phil Jackson, yeah. Okay, wins all these wins all these titles, eleven uh-huh. eleven titles or whatever he has now. He's had the best players. Yeah, I agree. He's had the best. I mean, he's had two dude, of the best dude, in all time. You have Shaq and Kobe, two top players of all time on your yeah. team at once, two dominating players. Yeah. Scotty Pippen, Michael Jordan. Scotty Pippen, Michael Jordan. You had uh, not only that, you had no, you had Scotty Pippen, Michael Jordan. You had you had the best defender, Dennis Rodman, the best rebounder, Dennis Rodman, uh-huh. the best six man, Tony Kukoc for a couple years. Yeah. Um, you, you know, you were just you had the best, best goatee, Bill Cartwright. Best goatee, Bill Cartwright. I mean, you you had the best. You had best of everything. You had the best role players, little white shooters, and packs in the car. I mean, really, like you had the best of everything. Yeah, he did. And I now, now remember when like the Nuggets offered him everything, but the kid, yeah. no, no, I don't want to go. There. Well, dude, if you're that great, go to the why, Nuggets why, win a championship. Well, yeah, why t- why taint your legacy? Right, but but go to the, if you're that good, then, win a championship yeah. with the Nuggets. Well, that's the. I mean, here's no, the Kev, thing. Kev, Kev, Players, we, Kev, we could we, we could do pretty well with with Shaq and Kobe. Oh, I agree. Uh, hold on, hold on, guys. Hey, hey, hey. Triangle. <laughs> right. Mike I mean, held up a triangle in case you couldn't that's see, good. right? Because we're on the radio. But really, though, like, I mean, we can we can hold up a triangle, and, yeah. and but I can't whistle like I can't do that. Like, no, I can't whistle. I can't whistle in general. I can't either. Really? I cannot whistle. I can a little bit. See, that's more nice. But now that's going to start laughing. I can't whistle at all. Wind blowing. <laughs> um, I really can't. It's it's a. Everyone in my family can whistle too, I and I've I've I know a lot of people who can like really like get that two yeah two, two finger, finger whistle. I don't know if I I'm, feel like as a coach you need that. 
Yeah, because my I like I'll yell. I yell a lot, but like my I have a booming voice. You do. It's very booming. Do you know over here? You know, it's like the bass part of the microphone. Do you know that? No, I do not know that. See, it's a little bassier. It is bassy. Mm-hmm. Now your voice is booming, like mine. <laughs> yeah, you do have that. You do have that voice. Like it's funny. I. My one buddy, he's a real small guy, but when he talks, he's a teacher, but when he talks, like, he has your voice. And you would never think that this voice would, it's kind of like the Mike Tyson, you would never yeah. think Mike Tyson think that voice is coming out of that body. Uh-huh. This guy, like, if you heard him on the phone, like, he's a teacher, and if he called the parents, like, uh, oh, I need to schedule a parent teacher, they're probably like, oh, my God, you got to hear Please this no. guy. Please, no. Please, no, this guy's, like, six foot seven. <laughs> he's a five, six Jewish guy. <laughs> Just with a booming voice. With a booming voice. Boomer. Well, the... It's funny because you know with with girls basketball, uh, you're gonna get you get a lot of the the games where there's not a lot of people there. So you get those you get those. I've games, never seen those. <laughs> you get the games with like sixteen, seventeen people there, like all the parents of the girls, like yeah. twenty, you know, thirty right. people there. Right. And it goes real quiet at times. Like the parent, no one says anything. Yeah. And when thirty people, it's not very hard. I mean, I have a class or when I teach. I have classes with 30 kids in there, and I can get them to all stop talking at the same time. So it's not hard for 30 people to stop talking. And then when the benches are quiet and the opposing coaches, like, the, like everyone's quiet at once, I'll sit there and talk in a timeout. And honestly, it's so dead silent. Yeah, that you're, like, whispering. I'm whispering because I'm like, I can't. And I there's Because I'll yeah. sit there and talk, and when I'm mad, I'll talk, and I'll be like, the parents are just listening to right. everything I can say. So but I'm not cursing or yeah, anything, yeah, yeah, but I'm yeah. just trying to get, you know, my point across. But it's like dead – like in a, ga- in a boys' game when it's packed, like last the past two years, it's been packed, and you're, you have to use that voice yep. stick, and you, they still can't hear you. So what you're saying is there's no need for, like, signs and stuff or play, like – No, you don't need that. to hold up the triangle. You can just – triangle. <laughs> you can be like, triangle, triangle. <laughs> I can whistle like you, I – You can whistle. Do your normal whistle. Everybody, the, the, everybody will stop. The, the, girls will think that, the girls will think it's a foul call. <laughs> Close that window. <laughs> Draft in here, Mike. I'll go. Go. How bad? How bad are what? the women refs for? Well, I, I, what's funny? Because I still haven't figured out. There's we've had some women refs, but it's uh, most of the time it's guy refs. Really? Yeah, like ninety percent of the time it's all guy refs. We've had some women refs, but I can't yell at them. I'll be like, really? Like you know, talk right. to them. But I'll yell at the guy refs right. because. You can yell at a guy, but I haven't figured out how to yell. Like, and I've seen other coaches do it, like scream at a female ref, and they're males. I just, I'm just not. That's my first year coaching Wait, girls. I don't scream at a female ref, and the and the female refs are males. <laughs> Is that what you said? No, the, oh, the, the coaches, coaches are males. Oh, okay. But so, like, they'll scream at the refs, and I, I haven't gotten there yet, where I'm like comfortable screaming at a female. <laughs> uh, bring me in as an assistant. <laughs> I have a, I have a, now, Mike. Let's let's get switch gears real quick. We got about seven minutes left of the show. Uh, what what a hit on this. Uh, the Warren Buffett with the NCAA bracket offers you know a billion dollars if if someone can predict the the bracket perfect bracket. Uh, yeah perfect bracket. That's amazing. That's well, what's it's a huge. I mean, he took like an insurance yeah, policy Ken, out. Did you and, see what your chances are? Yeah, but there's they, people. They, they, every, you have a better chance of winning the lottery three times. You have a better chance of leapfrogging. You have a better chance of leapfrogging the number one pick in this year's draft. But I feel like don't people usually? I've, I feel like the, I've heard of people having a perfect bracket probably years ago. Now it's so hard with, with all like the Florida Golf Coast. Oh, yeah, but but they said no one had they that. said there's one in nine. There's one in nine tuplet or something like ridiculous. Like yeah. dude, you have a better chance of getting struck by light. Like there's. There's no way. Unless you you're Biff Tanner coming back from. Uh... <laughs> and did you see also if you win? Well, he's teaming up with Dan Gilbert, who's one of the richest yeah. in America, uh, the owner of the Cavs. If you win, you don't get a billion dollars up front. Yeah, it's you like get, installment. You get twenty-five million over forty years. I'll take that. Or, well, he's smart because his money could just keep making money. Exactly. Or, you could take five hundred million and call it a day. What do you do? Uh, five hundred mil. Yeah. Right. I don't know what the tax will. Well, five hundred mil of tax is probably taking at least. I mean, taking almost half of it. See, that's what I'm thinking. If you take twenty five mil, it's like, it's like, it's like. I don't care. Give me two fifty. I want to see two fifty in my bank account. Yeah, but I feel like that's. 
you, you, I'd rather take the 25 mil spread. Like, what is it, 25 million a Over year? 40 years, yep. So 25 mil a year. What are you going to buy? I mean, it's like Brewster's Millions. Like, what are you going to – you have to really spend a lot of money. But then if you have all that money and there's – it's like you have that five or $250 million, you go out and buy like a $5 million house, a $5 million shore house. Now, you know, it's, you, can, you keep yeah, spending. Yeah, yeah. I'm and then, 240 <laughs> yeah, yeah but I hate when that you, you, you put, I mean, I, I know it's, it's no, hard I get, to, spend, I get what you're saying. But if, like, if, if I had must, 25 million a nice year, knowing it's 25 million a year, exactly. 25 million like a year. I'll still, I'll still buy those houses and be like, okay, now I know that next year there's, a, I have 40 years of this, 40 years of just knowing that that money is going to be coming in. That's what I'm going for because I'll, I'll one billion he's putting up and I'm not the kind of guy who's going to go out and get real flashy off the bat. I'm going to go, I'm going to buy a mansion. And then the next year, when my next $25 million comes in, I'm going to buy a shore house yeah. mansion. And then yeah. when the next one, a house in the, the, the I don't know. Uh, whatever. Buy a, go, buy a small car. I'll buy a mountain. Yeah. yeah buy whatever you want. Yeah, seriously. Yeah, I mean. I'll buy, I would, but, you know, if you had that $250 million up front, you could, buy, you could really invest it in, like, if, you're, if you wanted to buy a team, go buy the Sixers. Oh, Steal them away from that, that ownership group. That's enough money to buy no. the team. But they're terrible. I, that ownership group brought the uh, bought the New Jersey Devils. That's like such oh, a yeah, that's such yeah. a BS yeah. to me. You can't you can't mix nah, you business can't, with nah, uh, the pleasure. I don't know if that's missing. Nah, I think that's missing mixing business with business. Hockey. I mean, who cares about hockey? I, dude, See, if, if you gave me a hundred dollars right now and said, if you gave me, if you gave me a billion dollars, if you said, uh-huh. Mike, I'll give you a billion dollars, if you could tell me the in twenty five million over forty years, twenty five million, yeah. if you could tell me the leading, who's leading each division in hockey, I wouldn't even know where to start. I wouldn't know where to start. I, I, I feel like the or if you were, or even you're like you can make if for twenty five million every year for forty years, I think you can make some logical guesses. Now let's let's take a let, take a guess. Okay. And now I'm not paying you anything. Okay. I'll okay. take you out. I'll, I'll buy you a beer. Okay. Well, give me. Can you give me the division? I don't even know the divisions. Give me. Give me the division. I'll try to tell you who's leading that division. All right. Well, we have the Eastern, the Atlantic. Is that where the Flyers play? No. What the hell, the Flyers play? Okay. There's the Eastern Conference. There's two divisions in the Eastern Conference. What are there's it? the Atlantic and the Metropolitan. What do the Flyers play? In? They play in the Metropolitan. Okay. We're Let's... a Metropolitan okay, city. Then... The the Atlantic is like all the all the bum ass. Uh, all right, well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go out on a limb and say the Blackhawks are leading in the uh, division. You're right. So there's four divisions to choose from. So you, you uh, are, have, you're one for three right. for, for $25 right, million so a year. What, what are they leaving? The Atlantic? Uh, they're leaving the – they're in well, the Metropolitan. Th- no, they're in the Western, in the Western Conference, Conference Central. Okay. <laughs> but you're – you know. Well, see, see, I just assume, like, you have the, the Cubs National League. Yeah. The, oh, All right, now let, let's think okay. – think of – No, no, don't, don't. Okay, give okay, me another okay. – uh, I'm going to say – I'm going to go out on a limb. And I'm going to say the Red Wings are leading the division. No. Okay. How many guesses do you get? I don't know. Just give me one more. Let me All say, right, uh, you can get one more. I don't even know who won the Stanley Cup last year. You want to phone a friend? No. Um, let's see here. Think of, like, good players. Are the, are the Penguins leading yeah, the division? Yeah, the Penguins are leading the division. The Atlantic. They're leading the Metropolitan. Metropolitan, okay. Which is odd because Pittsburgh seems like... Yeah. Um, let me see. Good players. I mean, uh, Tame Mussolini, is he still playing? <laughs> 43. I think he is still playing, mm-hmm. though. And he's pl- I think the team he's playing for is the same team he played for back then. He played for the Ducks, didn't he? Is he still playing? The Ducks are leading, are the, Ducks leading the division? The Ducks are leading the division. They're leading the Pacific. Are you kidding me? I kid you not. So you have one more. No, and this I, is an e- this is a gimme right here. This is the, the one I thought you would, you would get the, because this is like a town synonymous with hockey. Well, I already said Red Wings. I feel like the Red Wings. Uh... It's, it's another northern. T- it's another north. Oh, north the Bruins. T- yeah, Bruins. So you just. Yeah, with a lot of help, though. With right, a lot of all help. All yeah. Right, give, give me twenty-five mil. <laughs> Forty years. Show brought to you tonight by Foam Pack, supplier of all Graco products. We are just a foam call away. Eight 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 four five eight two nine two eight. Is that right? Wow, that's engraved in my memory right there now. You go. Uh, integrated play, Renee Shaw. If you're in, in looking to transition from an athlete to a pro professional career, two six nine seven six zero three eight five seven. Contact Renee and Cross River Realty. 
specializing in off-campus housing at Temple University, also a full-service real estate company located in Philadelphia. Check them out at CrossRiverRealty.com, 267-460-5737. Have some fun things coming up. Coaches Roundtable. We'll have it at a uh, Mirano's Barbershop. Should have some fun uh, Philadelphia coaches in there, some pros, some college, some high school. Be a lot of fun. Uh, check us out for dates of that show. Um, and hit us up on Twitter at the match underscore up zone or by email, the match zone at gmail.com. We look forward to another day, another dollar coming up until then. Until then. <laughs> I got a million ways to get it. Shoes one. Shoes one. Hey, bring it back, bring it back. Now double your money and make it stack. I'm on to the next one. On to the next. Uh.